0: Good morning. It is Thursday, September 21st. Uh, I slept in today, uh, I think till about 730. So, um, you know, I I needed to sleep after yesterday's uh, debacle with the Fed. Uh, This is spy on your screen. We'll kind of go over it. What the Fed say? Fed kept rates at the same level. They didn't hike, but they signaled and and with uncertain, no uncertain terms, uh, higher for longer uh, one more rate hike, they said. Um, the market hated that news. You can see the afternoon candle had a 1.14% swing um, from the highs of 443 to the lows of 438. It closed at the lows, 43858 so there was no momentum, uh, no hike now, but one more hike expected. Inflation is slowing, but remains elevated. Employment metrics are weakening, but remain strong. Economic activity is slightly improving. Uh, yeah, let's let's go and look at, and I was just crea- creating this. Um, go to a five-minute chart, because I will show you the note that I just made, and I'll include it in the newsletter, but the note that I just made, uh, basically, it, it highlights right here. That is 1440, which is 235. While he was speaking, he started actually answering questions at 1440. The market didn't mind, um, you know, the, 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 keeping the rates the same. But when he signaled with, with no uncertain terms that we're going higher for longer, that's when this thing dropped off. You didn't have confirmation. You still don't have confirmation in the pre market. You are down almost one percent at 078 percent on spy. So where do we go in this market? Again, I I, I kind of point out if we go back to the algorithm and we just run the algorithm on spy, we're in this chop and and it does, it's not huge chop. I mean, you're coming back to the 200-day. The next uh, next support is 436, uh, and you've broken through that in pre-market at 435. Um, the levels from yesterday go down to about 430 um, as the next level of support. So we're in this chop. It's not huge. If we go back to a long-term, what I want to point out to you, if we go to a weekly on SPY, um, you're up here. So... When the Fed started raising was February of 2022. February of 2022, let's just go to a monthly because that might show it better. Um, January 2022 was an announcement, but February 2022 was really when the Fed started. You opened February 2022 at 450. Your, Your low was 410. You closed at four thirty six, so that was the start of the MACD cross down. So we're only back. You're at four thirty eight. That that's a little over one one and a half years ago. Um, but when the Fed was at zero and signaled uh, that we are going to hike, the market basically you know faltered and kind of fell down and freaked out. And you've been in that fall uh, all the way up until January of this year. And in January of this year, hey, things may be coming to a halt. So we're going to go back up. You've basically just created that that ca- that that cater, cave, um, a crater, and, and you've come back up. it. So no need to panic. No need to say, oh, my God, where are we? Are we really crashing down? You could come down here to 400 and still be in some type of bull market. Because you're above the 50-day. The bull market remains above the 50-day. This SPY, I mean, this goes all the way back to 2011, where we dipped under the 50-day. And the only other time we didn't use the 50-day as support was COVID. That's it, when the world shut down. So no need to panic. In my mind, it's a buying opportunity. Don't load up the Brinks truck because you're not done yet. If you're watching this on day-to-day and panicking, it just means that you don't have your eye on the, the long-term outlook. So I'll calm you down. I, I did get some, f- some calls from friends. That 50-day right there is at 385. Could you come down there and touch it? I just don't think we're at that point. I don't think that we're at a, 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 a point where, where people are panicking, pulling their money out. Um, bond rates... Will start to come down. Bond rates, as bond rates spike, remember when I say this, if we're higher for longer and that long term bond rate starts going up, you're going to see equities come down. But at that point in my mind, equities are still the long term choice for anybody long term. So you pick your stocks, you pick your ETF, and you keep on going. So uh, we did have some big news uh, in the market. Um, you know, I, I I signed a deal with Seeking Alpha, so uh, I, I'll get the link up there. But it's a $50 coupon, I think, until the end of the month. Um, but it's a $50 coupon. I'll, I'll get a link for you. If you want to try it, there's a free seven-day trial. Um, I am an affiliate, so I do receive compensation for it. Uh, they've given me a free trial. Um, they're not limiting what I, what I have to say about it. I just haven't worked it into my system yet, and I'm trying to... One thing that you guys know is with Trendspider specifically, that's the one paid tool that I kind of promoted, and this is the second paid tool that I'm promoting, um, but the, the goal is to work it into my system. Even with the newsletter, man, it took me a year and a half to start a newsletter because it wasn't in my system. I didn't have it going. I like a system, and so I'm still trying to work Seeking Alpha into my system, but I will have this link uh, in my uh, in my newsletter so that you guys, if you want to try it free for seven days, you can. Um, but the $50, I I don't, my, my goal is to find somebody who doesn't want to sign up for TrendSpider because they don't want to necessarily learn about technical, but they want to an edge on some of the fundamental stuff. And Hey, every, you know, five days or so, maybe I want to look at a stock. Uh, Maybe I want to look at my portfolio. It has a special portfolio tracker that I still have to try. Um, but it's 189 bucks. That's not much to pay, you know, for, for a year. Um, but Cisco did announce that they're acquiring Splunk, and Splunk—they're acquiring it for uh, fifty one hundred and fifty-seven dollars per share. So SPLK is Splunk, Splunk, but popped. Um, it's now trading about Uh, It closed at one nineteen. That's a nice twenty uh, percent gain right there. Uh, $157 per share. You will remember we talked about Microsoft buying um uh, Activision Blizzard at 195 a share or $95 a share, something of that. It never reached that, and it still hasn't reached that because there's uncertainty if the deal will go through. This is trading at 144 The deal's at 147 My guess, just a guess, is that at some point in time you can buy this probably at about 130 uh, I think today's hype at 144. Uh, they have to go through some regulatory approval. They have to get um, some things done. This isn't going to be a quick deal. The Cisco CEO is on CNBC right now with the Splunk CEO. I have a friend who worked for Splunk. Not very good news um, from inside the company. Uh, great tool, um, but yeah, she she kind of had had some not some not so nice things to say. But think about your own company. Uh, When you're inside, do you have really nice things to say? Not worried about it. But uh, this one I I think is a great deal. If I were to buy either company uh, right now, I would buy Cisco because I think this provides them a software tool um, that they haven't had before. And if you remember what I told you, whenever a company buys a company, the buying company always goes down. Cisco's down 4%. Uh, you're in this descending wedge. You don't have confirmation. I would think that you could get Cisco in the 54 handle range. Uh, the algorithm doesn't work great on Cisco. Cisco's one of these mainstay bellwethers. I mean, it's just a high, you know, it, it's a low multiple tech name. If we go over to Finvis and we look at Cisco, um, the, the PE is 18, so it's not high. The dividend is 2.81. You're up 16% year to date, 58%. Uh, is the 52 week high. You're 4% off that 38 is the 52 week low. So you had your chance to buy this one. The average target price on this is 57. You're trading right at 55. No need to buy this even at 53. But I do think you get back up to the 57 to $58 range if you wanted to buy it and maybe make 10% off of it. Uh, Remember, I always said we're in a choppy market. Sometimes choppy markets, the individual stocks will perform a little bit better. It's hard to tell, but Cisco in my mind, you know, you, you take a look at a long term of Cisco. Um, I had Cisco way back in the 90s, um, in the 2000s, early 90s, I, I wound up getting rid of it um, just because I had to pay for college. I mean, you know, I'm an old guy, give me a break, but you can see Cisco, you um, during the dot bomb, we'll we'll go to a monthly because I want to show you the the dot bomb. Uh, Let's do monthly. Uh, You can see, I I mean, I paid for college with Cisco. Uh, It was a monster stock uh, way back in the day. Um, You can see right here, kind of got out, you know, in in this range, I think I got out at 277. Uh, I think I got out more here. Um, I wound up graduating college, I think around here and paying off student loans. Um, you know, when you, when you buy it, what a dollar 50 and, and you're at seven within a few years, <laughs> um, you think, God, I've got the world at my, you know, the world is my oyster. And then you realize, Oh my God, it goes all the way up to 66, but you go from 66 down to $8 within two years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean Cisco was at that, and and it took the they're, they're still not at sixty, but eighty dollars where they were. Um, yeah, I, I mean this was the high up here was eighty two dollars, and mind you, this includes splits. So this hype was absolutely one hundred percent real. Cisco was going to build the the internet. So, um, yeah, yeah. It's uh it's an interesting one, but uh, I like Cisco. I think this is a good deal for them. Um, I do think that they have an opportunity to uh uh for their uh software platform with with uh, Splunk. I think it's a good thing for them. Uh, the other thing, FedEx announced earnings, and FedEx is up. Uh, in pre-market, so we'll we'll take a look at this. If you want seeking alpha and you want news on this stuff, it, it's it's this is where the tool really comes in. If you've got a single stock and you want to look at news on it, um, this is a little bit more upgraded than uh, than um, uh, Finviz because they do give analyst um, recommendations and news articles about specifically what it is. So uh, FedEx FDX is the symbol. Uh, they had their earnings. They kind of. It was okay, but they said, hey, good news to come. And so in pre-market, you're at 261, you close at 250, it's up 4%. That is good news. Um, so I, I like that one. Uh, Boeing, I, I heard, I have in my notes that Boeing got an upgrade. Let me see. Uh, I don't see it, um, but I think it was like a $240 price target. Um and I don't see it on Finviz. I don't know if it's coming out. But Boeing has no confirmation. Uh, it's at 202. I reiterate, Boeing is, in my mind, at 200. It's a $240 stock in good times. Um, I know our, our, our resident um, uh, airline guy, Joe, probably says that Boeing has more problems. Uh, it's just an enormous company. Look at where the, the uh, uh, MACD is. And I think you're fine. Honestly, I think you're fine with Boeing. Um, I think they're going to announce a smaller than expected loss here. Um, the Spirit uh, fuselage issue, I think they'll overcome that one. It is an issue. But I think when um, – I, I, what was it? 47 planes in China uh, and about $16 billion or $17 billion. Uh, just a few planes need to be released in China to China and sold to China and, and boom – you get uh, all of a sudden you get $16 billion on the balance sheet. If that happens between now and uh, October, uh, look to this to get back to the 200 day. I mean, the 200 days at 215. So uh, I think Boeing's an opportunity there. Another opportunity that I saw that that is interesting, not necessarily great because I, I was pounding the table on this one, um, not subtly, but you know, fairly subtly. Pinterest, it, it had a, a move up here. Um and they had an investor day yesterday. And you can see in the morning uh the the it opened up at 25, the low was 24. Uh it closed at 26. So pretty good move there. I mean, 4.69% move in 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 just a morning candle. Um it's got a 27.48, $27.48 buy. Um I think this one gets to 30. What was interesting was I was uh, either listening to a podcast or something I forget. Um, the chart is is working off the lows, and, and we can look at kind of a a long term. Let's look at a weekly. Um, what what's interesting was there were two things that caught my ear when listening to uh, the Investor Day. Kind of stuff. It's capitulating around here. I think 23 to 25 is probably a better time, but you can see that 50 days turning positive. Um, here at 2720, it's up almost 1%. Um, in pre market, I think you've got some type of uh, confirmation above the nine day. So I like it. The nine day and the 21 are kind of just hovering around. The 50 day is right around there. The Bollinger Bands are kind of cinching up. Maybe looking to to break out a little bit. The RSI is in no man's land of 53. What caught my ear was um, Walmart may want want to buy uh, Pinterest. Remember um, uh, uh, PayPal tried to buy Pinterest and they announced it. That was the beginning of the downfall. Uh, And and this particular person said, hey, Walmart – You know, Pinterest holds a lot. And with Walmart really being kind of, you know, they could sell a lot through Pinterest. So it might make sense for a company like Walmart. Now, Amazon, no interest. They have their own kind of, you know, picture folio and uh, e-commerce stuff. But Walmart could really bring in a lot of people. And we all know Pinterest is used for um, home hacks, for decorating, um, for things of that sort could really bring Walmart into a new space. So I I thought that was interesting. I think it's an opportunity. Here's what I wanted you to see about Pinterest though. Uh, Pinterest right now, uh, they're they're not making money. They're losing money. Their forward PE is 23. They're up 11% year to date. Uh, They're 12% below their 52 week low of $30. And I think they do get back to that $30 mark. That's why I'm saying, I think it's an opportunity. so the main thing is forward P.E. of 23. What I want to point out to you is a company that has a forward P.E. of 18 and is absolutely killing it on cash flow. Uh, it is up 149%, but its P.E. is actually lower than Pinterest. It's meta, and it's trading below 300. Meta, P.E. of 18 Okay, it's 8% off its 52-week high of 326. It's 240% above its 52-week high of 88. So it's been on a, on a just a, a dead climb. It's capitulating here. Average price target, 363. So if you're thinking about buying Pinterest for a pop, I think you're better off actually with Meta. And this is part of the reason why I think Meta is one of the best plays. Its PE is not crazy. It's absolutely not crazy. And 18 PE is just what the average um, uh, stock is. Let's, let's look at Meta. I'm going to look at Meta. I did not want to look at pins. Why did I type in pins? Um, Meta is at 297 right now. Look at this capitulation right here. It's holding its 200-day. It's holding its 50-day. It's just gotten above there. It's right at the 50-day, so maybe it loses it today. But if your absolute bottom is 284, which I do think that's a significant um, support level because that's the 200-day, this company is making money. The problem with Meta and the reason why it's not a $400 stock is because um, uh, Zuckerberg wants to spend on uh, the Metaverse still. That's the only reason this isn't a $400 stock. Other than that, you've got a $400 stock. At some point in time, this is a good stock. So, And I think you know, this buy here at 289 um, and you're at 296 right now uh, and the, the 200 days at 282 I think that buy at 289 holds up. Um, you're, you're seeing the MACD cross down and the 9 and the 21 are a little bit up there. Um, the, the RSI is in no man's land. I, I still say under two, under three hundred dollars. I got to add to this. Um, I wanted to take a, a look at some of the stocks that I've looked at over the past, and and show you kind of the buying opportunity that I see. DraftKings. I should have sold over thirty. I know I said I was going to. I didn't. It's at twenty nine dollars. Uh, DraftKings got you out with a ten percent gain right here. Uh, I may get out at twenty nine, um, and and then back in when it drags it down to about twenty seven um or i may just add here at twenty twenty nine. who knows um but i'm gonna make up my my mind on that one should have sold at 30 again bad um management i do this podcast and then i get sick of stocks and i go for a walk that's my main issue is i, I probably need to do the podcast every other day or something but paypal we talked about paypal this one got you out with a two percent loss we're at sixty dollars I again, I can't reiterate this enough. I think this is a great opportunity to buy this stock. The problem is, it's got it's still pretty expensive. You've got a new CEO. You've got good uh, fundamentals on this one. Um, they're making money. Their forward PE is ten, so it's fairly cheap. It's down fourteen percent. the The problem is the margins. as As it becomes more um, more competitive in the, this fintech space, these guys' margins are shrinking. And as the margins are shrinking, even a forward P.E. of 10 is not good enough. The market's going to bring that down. Now, you're only 6% above your 52-week low of 57. I think that provides you a fairly good uh, support level at 57. If you lose 6% and you go below 57, maybe think about dollar cost averaging. Maybe think about actually getting rid of the position. I'm in long on this. I think I'm in at about 65 or so. Uh, I will add to this one. Uh, Shopify. I know I said, hey, Shopify, I think it's a $70, 80 stock by the end of the year. It's at 55 right now. This one has pulled back tremendously. I will be adding to my position. This one, we had a nice 7% gain, but you can see this run. Five, uh, $55 last time, uh, you got all the way up to $66. So uh, you do have gaps on this one all the way um, down, and you have it up. We can pull this back here. Um, the gap, I think it's up at 70 or so. Um, let's pull this back. I can't see it. I think it's moved moved a little bit past that. Uh, let's see. The gaps are significantly higher. Yeah. Either way, let's look at a weekly on this one. We'll just go to a weekly. Uh, Shopify, I continue to say, they got rid of their cost uh, center with the fulfillment. They handed that over to Amazon. They now partner with Amazon on the cost. Um, That was their issue, is high cost. And you can see it's using that 200-day at 80 uh, as a resistance level. But that's the 200-day. Your 50-day is still moving positive. In my mind, I think this one's a a great, great service. Anybody that's used it, it's a fantastic service. Rivian, at the, at nineteen, I said buy this one. It's at twenty two. It's down again. This is a thirty dollars stock. At some point in time this year, it's a thirty dollars stock. Just got you out with a six percent gain. Um, the algorithm did so. Maybe hold off on it. The RSI is in no man's land at thirty nine. It's kind of heading down again. We're in this position where if you're trading stocks, it's a little uh, a little choppy, a little hard to deal with. Palantir. Um, this one is down one percent in pre-market. Hold on. Uh bu- 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 let me see. Palantir is down two point three one percent. It was down one percent. Two point three one at fourteen forty. You just broke the two hundred day. Every time you've broken the two hundred day on this one, it's been a buy. This is still a good stock. When you look at Palantir, um, if they announce in the next uh quarter that they are making money, this is a $30 stock. They're 52-week high is 20 uh, Their 52-week low is $5.84. Now, if we go back to a long-term, I can show you. They're losing $48 million. That's nothing. These guys have a market cap of $32 billion. They have uh, 2.13 shares out, 3 billion. 2.13 billion shares outstanding. They have $1.40 in cash. That means they have about $3 billion cash on hand, and they're losing $48 million. Not a problem. They will actually do fine. So uh, uh, on a long-term chart on Palantir, this is why I'm not concerned because you don't have a 200-day yet. You're still well above your 50-day, but between May and now, that 50-day is moving positive. Maybe you pull back down to 10. Maybe you pull back. That would be a big move. You know what i do? i just add to it. This has a justification of a $25 to $30 stock. So Palantir, I like. SMCI. Uh, we'll go over in video, which is a, a, a nightmare for anybody who's held on to it um, from the 500s. And you should have been selling kind, of, kind of trimming like I did. Um, Super Micro Systems. This is one that I bought right before the earnings at about, I think I bought it. Um, no, right before the uh, NVIDIA earnings. It was at 260, 270, somewhere in that neighborhood. to 234, you're below your 200 day. I continue to say that this gap at 300 gets at least touched, if not filled. I like this stock. It is oversold. The RSI is at 29. The MACD is low. I like this one. Uh, DPST, which is our triple levered uh, regional bank um, ETF. This one, the regional banks have been doing nothing. This one got all the way up. Um, Two, it looks like about uh, 91 back in August uh, of 2023, and it's just shot down since. So this was a nice 44% gain. You don't have confirmation. You're out of it right now. Uh, The algorithm loses you 69% on this. Um, Buying and holding loses you 84%. Again, it's a uh, depreciating uh, asset. So I'd be worried about that one. But I do think that that DPST is one to keep an eye on. The trading desk. I really like the trading desk. So if you watch um, any of the ads on uh, streaming, the trading desk is involved with that. They are back to their 200-day. Uh, this is nothing more than just a, a stumble along the way. Every time they go below that 200-day, they pull back up. If we look at a long term of this one, I think this one's a buy. The problem is the valuation again. The valuation is rather high, but the trading desk is just one of those that's going to make out in the long term. Uh, these guys are making $129 million in income. Uh, their market cap is $39 billion. $39 billion. The PE is 315. The forward PE is 52. That's expensive. But uh, the, the valuation, if you come down into the 60s, I think you could play this back to the 70s just to understand that this is an opportunity to buy this stuff. Now, finally, NVIDIA. Um, NVIDIA has pulled below our uh, a Blaze uh, stock price of 420. <laughs> it's uh 418. And this is just coming back to the 200 day. I mean, you, you can clearly see it. I think 400 is, is your... What do you care two years from now when this is at, you know, 600, 700 uh, and you bought it at four, four, 418 versus four, uh you know, maybe you got down to 400? Who cares? I mean, you know, again, if you're looking long-term, I think this is, this is perfectly fine. It is expensive. And understand their earnings based on the last two earnings, were because of their pricing power. Their PE is 102. The forward PE is only 25. That's not crazy for a company like this growing at 40% per quarter. Um, their, their income, 10.32 billion. I mean, they're almost at $11 billion. So, you know, it's up 189%. You do have support at 400. Don't want to say it's not going to go below 400, but you do have support at 400 because you've got that 200-day. Every time this one is below its 200-day, uh, you, you've been able to buy it and make money. Now, look at this. This is a weekly chart. Do you think it's crazy that we're pulling back? Nope. Nope. Not one bit. If you really wanted to know where you could pull back to, that 50 days at 287. That MACD has never been up this high. This was complete hype rally. So just be aware. But look at the earnings. 88 cents per share. $1.09 per share. And then two dollars and seventy cents. You more than doubled your per share uh, just in, in one quarter. So October they have a, um, a an investor day, a, a product day. In November they post they post their earnings on November twenty first. I, I get into this one. It's just hard to tell you where the bottom is. I think this is just one of those Apple kind of stocks where you buy it and you say, okay, I'm going to deal with the volatility. And if I lose 10%, I lose 10%. Now in retirement funds, be a little bit more careful, be a little bit more discerning. That's why I trimmed at 500 in the retirement. I did not get out uh, in my my brokerage account. I'm going to continue to add in the brokerage account. Uh, Cleveland Cliffs, you guys know I have Cleveland Cliffs, I think at 18 or so. Uh, This is a Seeking Alpha article. Cleveland Cliffs refuses to sign standstill agreement with US Steel. They're not allowing due diligence. So, kind of douchey of Cleveland Cliffs. I guess it's a negotiating tactics, uh, blah, blah, blah. But it's interesting. Nothing huge. I th- again, I think if Cleveland Cliffs gets uh, this um, uh, buyout, I think it puts them in a better position. Uh, the stock price right now is down in pre market. I think it's back below 14, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 1424 is where it's trading right now. I, I think it's a buy. Uh, you know if you we we go over here and we look at the insider sales of Cleveland Cliffs that CEO who is loud and proud um he he bought let's see upgrade January upgrade you know 21 18 May was the last thing uh, the CEO bought um, let's see chairman and CEO bought at 1496 to uh, $1. 1.5 million dollars worth and that dude ain't making a, a shit ton of money I mean he's you know he's worth a lot. Let's see. Chairman and CEO, Gunklaves. Um, I mean, he he hasn't sold any. He hasn't sold any shares. Dude takes a good salary, makes a good living. He's loud and proud, like I said. So Cleveland Cliffs, I'm buying in. I like it. Uh, there's a great newsletter uh, that I read last night, and I will include it. Austin Hankwitz. Uh, I like um, yeah, this newsletter. It is basically... Uh, no, I don't want to pay... Uh I am free, so it is completely free. Um he does have some paid sections on on some of his newsletters, but this is basically an options and covered calls. And he gives some great examples, uh great video on YouTube about it, other um income producing ideas right now. DraftKings, Spotify, Mara. Um, you know, he, he likes those. So I, I really, really like this one. And speaking of Mara, I think it's at eight bucks or something. Let's see. Uh, it was eight bucks before earlier when I saw the. I was looking at some stocks. Um, $8.91. Again, I think this one is, is probably going to 10, you know, when crypto kind of pulls up there. Um, so uh, NVDS, by the way, yesterday uh, we talked about levered ETFs. Well, ND, NVDS yesterday when uh, NVIDIA was down so much, it, NVDS was up. I mean, this one, you know, this buy at 34, and now you're at 41, this is a 1.25 daily NVIDIA. Uh, This is a bear. So essentially, when NVIDIA goes down, this goes up, NVDS. If you want to play the other side and you say, well, I want a 1.25 levered ETF on NVIDIA long ways, uh, you can see it's got the NVIDIA chart on it. You're hitting the 200 day on this one, and you're just sinking. Uh, You're out. The MACD isn't crossing up. The RSI is at 26. I would be a little bit careful, but this one is an interesting one. Uh, IONQ. This is a quantum computing found by Brandon and touted in the Facebook group by Brandon. Um, and I make fun of him. I can't make fun of his returns. Uh, he's done really, really well in this. He, I think he brought this up at about six or seven bucks. Um, it has crashed. Uh, up here at 19, it was going to 20. Kind of just rejected off of 20. Boom. Uh, Almost a double top here at 20. Uh, It did break through here, but you've just lost your your confirmation. I would wait for confirmation. And I've always said, this one is a great one to trade in the the algorithm. It makes you 515% versus buying and holding makes you 52%. So the volatility on this one, the algorithm does work. Um, If you want to trade the 65-minute algorithm on this one, uh, the 65 minute makes you 86% versus buying and holding makes you 20, 233% over eight months. Uh, either, both of these, you just have no confirmation. So I'd be careful. Uh, the RSI, it, it's going to bounce back up, but IONQ is is a little bit overextended as far as its value goes. Uh, remember, they're not making money. These guys are losing $113 million uh, cash on hand. They have about two hundred million. Two hundred, maybe almost close to three hundred fifty million. So they've got a couple of uh, maybe a couple of years before they actually uh, need to dilute investors. Um, it, it only has two hundred one million shares. So be careful with this one when you trade it because your your broker will have to sync that up. Um, I will include a uh, a uh, Weeble shot of i i basically in Weeble, and this is part of the reason why i like Weeble. um and, and it's you know it, it, its app is by far way better than um than than fidelity i mean the, the two brokerage houses that i have are fidelity and Weeble. those are the only two i'm thinking about getting td ameritrade because i do like think that platform it just was taken over i think by morgan stanley um i forget i think it was morgan stanley but uh I, I'm just not sure if they're going to change things, if they're going to start charging for stuff. So I, I've been waiting on that one, but I do like Thinkorswim. Weeble's um, desktop platform, you guys know, for free charting, I like that one a lot. It's significantly more responsive than ActiveTrader Pro. Uh, I think Active Trader Pro gives you a different view of it, but I don't like Active Trader Pro on the Mac. But one of the reasons why I like Weeble in particular, I got an alert yesterday, TQQQ uh, will pay a dividend of 0.13, 13 uh, 13 cents per share uh, on a payable. So the ex-dividend date was 9.20. And that was uh, yesterday morning. I I got that alert. Uh, So I could have bought TQQQ yesterday, gotten a dividend, gotten it below 40. You guys know I like it below 40. Um, But if we go and look at TQQ on the five minute, uh, I, I would have had to buy at a significantly down uh, place. So at 38, we're at 36 right now. So the dividend would have made sense for me, but we don't have confirmation. We've gapped down on TQQQ. Uh, SQQQ was the play. Um, I like it. But if you want to sign up for Webull, I think you get like 12 free stocks or something, uh, depending on how much, up to 12 free stocks. Um, $3 to 3000 bucks. I, I Again, I, I say it's it's a great great app. I really like it, uh, and I'll include a link down below uh, or in the newsletter if you want to sign up. Uh, CrowdStrike, which was interesting, they had an investor day or something. Their CFO uh, Bert Podberg Podbeer, I don't know, just gave us yeah, some some great news. Uh, one, he committed to Gap net income profitability for this quarter, fiscal year, and going forward. That's huge. This stock is up almost two percent today. You can see it hasn't fallen down in the past couple of days, just like every other stock. It just it's held up, and this is the reason they raised the sub uh, uh, target from seventy seven to eighty two percent. Seven seven, they raised it from seventy seven to eighty two percent, all the way up to eighty two to eighty five percent. So huge boost up there. They raised their EBITDA margin target from twenty one percent to 28 to 32%. They are making significantly more money. Now, the problem is they're not making an actual profit. So they're losing $93 million. Their forward PE is 48. It's a little bit expensive. Uh, Year to date, you're down 2%. Or I'm sorry, you're up 61%. Over one year, you're down 2%. You're only 6% below your 52-week high of 181. The average target price is 185. And These are recent target prices. Uh, Going back to January, um, the most recent from September uh, is a $200 price target. So you've got some really good news in CrowdStrike. The one I like instead and the one I have in the core portfolio is PanW, Palo Alto Networks. This one has not held up. Uh, They have not hyped it with news. It just got you out with an 8% gain. You've got a gap here between 211 and 227. It's coming down probably to touch that gap. It's going to fill some of it. Uh, It will fill some of that gap. I think it gets below the 200-day at 226. You're at 229 right now. I would say it touches that 200-day. The MACD is is crossing. It's crossed down way before. It crossed down right around this time where uh, we should have gotten out. Uh, September 11th, which was 248. Um, this is in my retirement account. I don't do a good job of trimming it because I do think, from a long-term perspective, uh, this one has just outperformed. And you can see, probably should have trimmed it up here this week or last week. This is a weekly chart of it. Uh, I think you know the 50-day is moving positive. Those Bollinger bands are cinching up. Could I time it and trim it and buy it back? Yes. Am I too worried about it? No. Uh, CrowdStrike forward PE of 48. If we look at Pan W, um, their forward PE is 36. And that's the only reason that I like this one. They're making money. Two reasons. They're making money, and their forward PE is a little bit lower than CrowdStrike. But CrowdStrike did not put out that great guidance, so kind of mic drop on that one. I like that. Uh, Scans. So let's talk about Sedge. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, it was up yesterday. Um, Sedge was. Uh, it got a cross up here at 141. You are down 1.39% to 137. Uh, I would be careful of this one. Again, the, the is it time to buy solar? I don't know. Who knows where the bottom on this one is? If we look at a long-term on Sedge, uh, it just crossed up on the algorithm. That's why I'm bringing it up. If you look at a long-term, this is a weekly. You're below that 200-day. I mean, this is the first time it's gone below that 200-day. So there was a great article in a couple of newsletters ago, uh, Sedge versus um, uh, Enphase. And Sedge was, in my mind, Sedge was a clear winner. Uh, We talked about Pinterest. Pinterest had a cross-up. Uh, PINS, P-I-N-S, uh, and, and I said, like I said earlier, I think, in my mind, if I'm playing PINS, I'm playing it for to go to 30, so I'm going to have my stop losses tight to 76 right now. Uh, if I'm I'm looking at this one as a long-term, uh, in my mind, I think Meta is the better long-term, just from a, hey, they're making a ton of money, uh, their, their P.E. Is, is, forward P.E. is significantly less. Uh, we talked about uh, Cisco buying Splunk. The other one, Microsoft buying ATVI, which is Activision Blizzard. Uh, this is is set to go at ninety five dollars per share. You can see since the U.S. kind of lost their deal on this one with the um, and the earnings came out really really good. This one has just kind of fluttered between ninety and ninety three. So. Nothing really to say. Does have a cross up? Your original cross up is back here on August twenty first, twenty second at ninety one sixty five. You'll make a little bit of money if you want to buy this. The deal's going to go through. It'll go through at ninety five dollars, and you'll get basically you know ninety five dollars a share. IBM crossed up. This one's a mainstay. I mean, this one has had a bit of a rebound. Um, this year not a huge rebound i mean from 123 um, back in May all the way up to 150 but the 150 if we take a look at a long term on this one and we go weekly um, you'll see it hasn't you know outperformed it's just kind of fluttering around that 200 day if we go even longer and we go to a monthly you'll see how badly um, this one has performed just you know this is this is 2013 where it was at 191, you haven't done anything. And you're just kind of hanging around that 200 day has a cross up. It's not super, super like I I, the only reason you like it is if your name is Walter and you're sitting in a rocking chair and you like that dividend. What's their dividend? Let me see. Or your your grandfather told you you're you're 90 years old, but your grandfather told you IBM's the way of the future. It's got a 4.48% dividend. It's good. Year to date, uh, you're up five percent one year. You're up seventeen percent. You can't sneeze at those those numbers. That's really good. Uh, IDXX. Um, this is one. Um, I like this chart, and I like this chart because you've got um, you know the the fifty days moving down. It's crossed under the uh, the two hundred day. But from a long term perspective, I mean, look at the other times where it crossed under the two hundred day. Um, if we move this one back a little bit, I mean it's it's just been a high flyer. If we go to a weekly and we look at this, uh, this is one that just has continued higher since COVID. I'm gonna move this back a little bit. Do do do. Ooh, Palantir CEO coming up on CNBC, I just saw his uh, photo. So yeah, this, this, the 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 um, VWAP, the volume weighted by average is pulled all the way back. To right before COVID, and you know you had that pop up there. This is where the majority of people are holding it up here. So uh, IDEX, I, I think again 480 or so. I think you've got a good um, uh, right around this 200 day. You got the golden cross. That's why I put it in there. RTX. Um, this is a industrial defense contractor. They had an engine issue. So uh, RTX. We were talking about this one. Christian says he likes it for long term. Uh, this one has been beaten down. I don't know where the beatdown ends, but seventy four eighty seven. It's trading at seventy three seventy seven. Your RSI is significantly down at twenty six. Your MACD is kind of crossing up down there. If we go over to Finviz and we look at RTX, and we kind of take a look at some of the industrials, this had a forward PE of thirteen, a PE of nineteen. If we just look in the aerospace and defense um, one, and we we uh, rank it by PE. Um, we'll take a look. It's not huge. I mean, it's really not huge from a PE perspective. So in this particular industry, um, we, we go back down to the second page and you see, can see RTX is the second page. So what is it? 10, 15 or, um, yeah, it's 20 per, so it's 21, 22. Um, yeah, it's, it's not crazy. I mean, it's just, it's come back into to think you know if you want general dynamics you could buy look at look at the difference in the stock chart um general dynamics is actually doing well and they've got the same pe different kind of systems you know they're in the same thing you can but you know choose and pick which one you want uh, i think rtx has just been beaten down on unnecessarily uh, i think they come to fill the gap up but i'm not putting my money into it cuz my bo- your boys a tech investor so okay Uh, I am done with the podcast. If you have any questions about links that you've seen in here, sign up for the newsletter, which is dailystockpick.substack.com. I included Penny's picture yesterday. Um, You can see that. uh, It's free. The weekend one is paid for. uh, It's $8 a month or $80 per per year. The only reason I do that is because I do put a lot of work into the the weekend ones. Um, They're more educational um like the places i learned to, to, to technical stock trade for free on the internet so i provide you free links there um uh, uh what was the previous one let's see see all i and i think paid subscribers can go back longer i think i archive for uh two weeks for free subscribers but smart money is diversified money apple this week shows you why you may want to stick to the five percent rule rule, just so you know, you don't need to pay for this one. The 5% rule is you don't put more than 5% of your portfolio into one stock or one ETF. You have it broadly diversified. Now, if you buy VOO, uh, you could buy your entire portfolio in VOO. That is just an S&P tracker fund. So it's educational stuff like that. Um, if you want that, if you want to join a private Facebook group, it's up there. There's our uh, X or Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. All of that. If you want to email me, it's right here. Trendspider 25% off. You can get it for $780 a year. Do you do need this, um, middle tier, the elite, uh, if you want to skip the seven day trial, you save uh 40%, $468. That's huge. I mean, $468 is not, uh, it, it, it's a lot of money. But when you think about the, the amount of money that you could save or make using the charts and, and the algorithms, in my mind, it, it's, it's pretty well worth it. Um, but that's the first one. The second one, if you're spending more than $20 a month on uh, $35 a month, I think it's $30 bucks a month on Visible. Visible is my phone service. I use it. I love it. Uh, I pay $25. I got in at a special. They haven't raised my rate. It's been super, super good. Uh, I do like that one. If you're thinking of buying a Tesla, I particularly was looking at Tesla Model Ys last night. Uh, I think I can sell my car for about $25,000. And I can upgrade to a Model Y for um, $48,000, $49,000. And I can transfer my full self-driving over to the Model Y. So it's an interesting kind of thing. Uh, I don't know that full self-driving gets me a ton of money on a resale. It should but I don't think that it does because, eh, you know, if, if you're in the market for Tesla, you're in the market for probably a newer one. So uh, Savvy Trader is a good one. Uh, if you want to follow my trades, you can gift me with PayPal and Venmo. The, the one that I do think that you should really look at is Webull. Uh, I, I mentioned it before, those, those alerts. I like the morning kind of summaries of the market. I read them. Um, I really like Weeble, and, and you can put in as little as $3 and trade in Weeble. Um, I like it. I've got a, I put in a thousand bucks in there at the beginning of the year. Let's see where we're at right now. I think it was like 20, 2300, 20, 2360, 2360. My main, um, portfolio holding is Apple. Um, Apple, I am up 22% on Caterpillar. I am up 3% on Boeing. Uh, I bought one share of Boeing uh, and I bought it at uh, a higher price. It doesn't tell me, but I'm down 7% on Boeing. The rest of the stocks were given to me by, um, you know, referral links, uh, Ford, Spotify, Snap, Kraft Heinz, Google, uh, Coke, Procter & Gamble, Starbucks, and Gap. So they give you a kind of, I think they give you a lot of Ford and Spotify, but they're not bad companies. I'm down 13% on each one when it was given to me. Um but it's been a good uh you know again 2360. You can't argue with that one. Uh Apple is the the biggest one that I'm up by uh 22%. And I've been out of I've been trading MARA in there. I've been trading um TQQQ in there and that's where I got that you'll see it in the newsletter. Uh TQQQ alert. But I think Weeble's the good one. And again, Seeking Alpha, I'll include a a link to Seeking Alpha. I am working on trying to get that into my system. Once I get that into my daily system and I figure out how it fits into kind of looking at stocks and understanding things, I'll I'll bring it on the podcast. I'll have a bit more. But you can save $50. So far, I really, really like this. Uh, In my mind, it is worth the $189 a year. Um, they give you uh, tools. And again, this isn't for somebody who's got Spider right now. Um, and the reason being because I haven't worked it into my system. So until I get that, I, I would say hold off. If you really want um, Seeking Alpha, though, I'll, I'll include the link. Um, you guys can see for yourselves. I mean, go over to the free version of Seeking Alpha. You can see how much they give you. So I like it. I like it a lot. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care. Have fun. Bye. <music>